Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You were created for more than just waking up, eating, heading to work, and repeating that same cycle every single day. If you're feeling stuck right now, I want you to keep listening because I'm here to help. My name is Arielle Richard, and I want to welcome you to the Daily Climb podcast, your corner on the internet where we explore personal growth, mindset, and productivity strategies to help you pursue your passions. If you're someone who wants to passionately pursue your calling without sacrificing what matters to you the most, this podcast is for you. Each week on the podcast, we'll dig deep into self-improvement strategies so that you can climb. I can't wait to see how you grow. Did you know that 80% of people fail to achieve their New Year's resolutions? Now, this could be because we're unrealistic or because we simply need a new approach. And that's what this episode is for. If you're listening, you may be tired of the way that you've been approaching your goals. Maybe you forgot about last year's goals and you want to make a real effort this time. Or maybe you just feel really discouraged because you see other people achieving their goals while you're not. Whatever your situation may be, you're clearly in need of change when it comes to goal setting. And it's important for you to recognize that having a game plan will include not only how you're going to tackle your goals, but also why you want to achieve that goal in the first place. I really believe that a lot of that 80% number, I feel like that's so high because a lot of us create goals that we're not even sure why we want to achieve that goal. So that's something that we're really going to prioritize in this episode. Now, goals are really the stepping stones to our dreams, and because of that, we should take the time to learn how to effectively set ourselves up for success. And in this episode, I'm going to help you set, write, and accomplish your goals, and to do that, there's a couple of main components that we're going to cover. So first, we're going to lay the foundation. We're going to do this by casting a big vision for our goals and our dreams. Because setting and achieving goals starts with knowing our why, knowing our priorities, and knowing our desired result. And this is so, so important. Like I mentioned, this is literally the foundation. And this is why I think um, it's really important to go back to the basics because so many people miss this part and that's why they struggle when it comes to their goals. After that, we're going to focus on actually creating those goals. And we're also going to explore some of the main approaches to goal setting. And what's really, really cool about this is that you're going to be able to choose what approach works best for you. So I'm sure you've heard of the SMART method or the SMARTER method. There's so many different types. And so we're going to cover those. And lastly, I'm going to share some tips with you on how you can stay motivated so that you can achieve your goals. So let's dive right in. So first, what exactly is goal setting? Goal setting is something that, you know, it's been spoken about for so long that it may have lost its significance, and it has lost its significance, I think. We're told that it's important, but we aren't told why it's important or even how to do it. And so, so many of us, we just throw around, oh, I'm setting goals, I'm setting goals, and then we forget about it in two weeks, you know? And so... 
To define goal setting, it's defined by experts as the act of selecting a target or an objective that you would like to achieve. So why exactly is it important? Why, why is it important to select an objective that we wanna achieve? So goal setting is more than just a mental image of what you want to achieve or where you want to be in a couple of months or even years from now. It's creating an action plan and digging deep into your values, focusing on what's really important to you so that you can learn and grow and create the life of your dreams. And goal setting also helps keep you accountable and motivated um, to achieve those dreams. So how exactly does it work and why does it work? Now, I just want to ask you something. Well, not really ask, but have you ever actually been taught how to write your goals in a strategic way? Yeah, me either. Goals set the direction for the end result, and you're going to need to create a system to make progress for those goals. They work because they motivate us and they force us to focus on relevant tasks. Effective goal setting is going to gift us long-term vision and short-term motivation. And through experiencing success in accomplishing our goals, we're going to begin to grow confidence in our abilities. So if you're going to effectively set and achieve goals, you should first be aware that there are three components of powerful goals. Powerful goals must be inspiring, believable, and actionable. We set goals because they provide focus and they shape our dreams. Learning to set goals can and will transform the way that we tackle our dreams. So before we start writing out our goals, it's important to reevaluate your mindset, vision, and your why. And you can consider this step one. So I like to call this rewiring your mind. As I thought about why I wanted to make this episode, I wanted to know the most common things that stop us from achieving our goals. And I wasn't surprised at all to see that they mostly involved our mindset. Without even realizing it, we often limit ourselves before actually getting started. I know for me that I stop, I stop myself from getting started because I'm so worried about it being perfect. And so that's one of my, uh, not necessarily limiting beliefs, but that's one of my mindset obstacles, right? For some people, that might mean that you're afraid of failing. You're afraid of looking like a fool in front of the people that you know or the people that are watching from the sidelines. Or maybe you don't know how to start. You don't know what exactly you should be doing to get started and get that needle moving in accomplishing your goals. Or maybe you just make excuses for yourself. Maybe um, there's some deep inner work that needs to be worked out to determine what's really what's really going on in there. Why, why are you stopping yourself from achieving your goals? And so like I mentioned before, trying to be perfect was the big one for me because I want to plan everything to the finest detail before I get started. And I get so consumed in planning how I'll do something that I lose the excitement in actually doing it. And don't get me wrong, planning is extremely good. And there is definitely a need for planning and having an action plan. I love that. I love getting down into strategy and knowing all that good stuff. But when when you do too much planning, it can become counterproductive because you're just not getting started. For some other people, the lack of consistency was the most common answer. For example, how many people uh, create that New Year's resolution that they want to lose weight, right? And then they'll be consistent for maybe a week, maybe two weeks, maybe even a month. But after that, they lose their consistency, they lose their, they lose their drive, they lose their motivation. And so that lack of consistency Um, that it's so easy to quit during the process before we experience the outcome. 
we're trying to get that end result. We don't want to experience the journey because we're just looking for a quick, quick fixes. It's so easy to quit during the process before we experience the outcome. So many of us are looking to get to that end result without actually experiencing all the steps it takes to get there and enjoying the journey and the process. Now, for other people, the fear of failure has been their limiting factor in achieving their goals. And if this is you, I actually have um, another episode on learning how to encompass your failure and how success is really an individual thing to you and your goals in life. And so I definitely encourage you to listen to that if the fear of failure is something that's held you back. So this is the time where you pause the episode and jot down the things that have stopped you from accomplishing your goals in the past. Is it the lack of consistency? Are you setting unrealistic goals? Is it the lack of motivation? Are you planning too much? So whatever it is, whether it's those that I just mentioned or something else, it's time to rewire your mind and it's time to find those limiting mindsets that you've had in the in the past and start to overcome them because you're not going to be able to overcome them and get to the root of the issue if you don't even know what the root of the issue is. So that's why I really encourage you pause this episode and write down the different things that have stopped you from accomplishing your goals. And of course, that is easier said than done. <laughs> All right. So next, after rewiring your mind, I want you to evaluate your vision. Once you've tackled your limiting beliefs, we really need to dig deep into what exactly we want to have for our lives. Now, your vision is a clear image of your deepest values and your priorities and how you see that image in your future. So how exactly does this relate to your goals? Well, your goals are specific targets that will help you attain your vision. So that makes me want to ask you, what is your vision for your life? And obviously that's a pretty loaded question, but it's one that you should take the time to think about because obviously that's a a pretty important question. You know, what's your vision? I know so many people like to make vision boards and different things like that and what you want to achieve, but I want you to think deeper than the materialistic things. I want you to think about what your mission, what your mission, your vision is for your life. Now, This should be personal to you. So try not to compare yourself to other people and what you think their visions are and trying to like match up and compare. Don't let it be about being successful. Don't let it be about having a big house. We're talking about representing the people and the values that matter most to you. And as Misty Kern says, your vision is about living a life filled with passion, purpose, and joy. Remember that your vision can and probably will change. As you grow as an individual, your vision and your goals will also grow with you. So for this part of the process, I really recommend you writing out what inspires you, the people that have impacted you. Write about your values. Write about what you want people to think of when they think about you. And um, you know, a good, a good exercise for this is I actually have some self-awareness journaling prompts that you can find on my website. And if you go on my website, you just download it, you just put in your email and it'll be sent to you. And I think there's 20 to 30 journaling prompts in there. And they're really, really good for digging deep and getting to know yourself a little more. But if you're more of a visual person, this may be the part where you actually create a vision board, like I mentioned earlier, which is a, a nice physical way to represent your goals. It's a collection of pictures, words, whatever you want that remind you of your vision for your goals in your life. And actually, if you want a little bonus bonus, (laughs) I recommend you doing both. I recommend, you know, journaling it out and then you can find whatever pictures and things like that online that you want to compile into a vision board. And I just want to say, if you're going to be able to effectively set and achieve goals, 
then you're going to have to write goals that align with your values. And that's why this part is so, so important because by thinking about those, those things, those questions and those journaling prompts, you can start to actually know what your values are so that you can create those goals that align with your values because that's how you're going to feel more fulfilled in life. So next, know your why. When you know your why, your what has more impact because you are walking in and toward your purpose. So I just want to say that one more time <laughs> or like say it in kind of different words. When you know your why, your what has more impact. When you know your why, you begin to live more purposely and more intentionally. You see, too many times I've noticed people my age complain about things that we can't change or not even just my age, any age. Take college, for example. So many of my peers complained about assignments, exams, the syllabus, you name it. And I'll be honest, like, of course, we all complain during different points in, in life. But at some point, you have to realize that your complaints aren't doing anything for your situation. I always tell my boyfriend, like, he gets, he hates being stuck in traffic. And I always tell him, I'm like, whether you're angry or happy about us being stuck in traffic right now, we're still stuck in traffic. So why not make the best of it, right? Um, because, you know, being angry about it, that's just going to make you be in a bad mood and make me in a bad mood and then we're not going to have fun. So it's really, really important to make sure to recognize that your complaints really are not doing anything for you. And as a pre-med student, there were numerous things that I could complain about. Let's start with the fact that I have to take two semesters of physics. Now, why on earth does a doctor need to know Newton's laws? Don't answer that because I, I asked that one time in a group and I, I just got like, a whole bunch of rants from people who must have clearly liked physics. <laughs> but yeah, I can complain about difficult courses like organic chemistry and calculus. And trust me, I did. I can complain about having to compete with other um, thousands and thousands of other deserving med school applicants. It's so, so easy to complain. But then I think about my why. Why am I taking these classes? Why am I competing for a spot in medical school? And when I think about my desire to influence the lives of others through healthcare, through mental health, and my dream of becoming a doctor, those complaints start to fade away. Because when I know my why, my what has more impact. And the process becomes more bearable, and I'm not as tempted to stop before I reach my end goal. I'm going to keep going through that journey, through that process. I'm going to continue climbing that mountain. So if you're going to be serious about your goals, you need to think about why you want to achieve that goal. What does it mean to you? How will it impact your life? How does it align with your vision? Your why will keep you motivated. It will continue to inspire you even when your energy is draining. And when you realize that your goal is harder than you imagined, when you experience setbacks, your why is going to keep you grounded. So I want to encourage you at this point, once you get through these different steps, put your goals in writing. There's so much power in writing down your goals, trust me, because by writing it down, you're moving a thought from your head and you're stating it onto paper, thereby setting it in motion. So we just spoke about how you can set your goals and how to be effective with it. So now let's talk about some approaches to goal setting. Now you have your list of your goals. Um, if you haven't written that down, pause this, pause this episode, write down the list of your goals, go through those different exercises and journaling prompts, even if it's like tomorrow or a couple of hours from now, it's really important to do that. So let's go into the approaches. I'm sure you've heard of the smart approach to goal setting. Um, 
there's also the smarter approach, which is outlined in um, a book called Your Best Year Ever by Michael uh, Hyatt, I think his name is. And this basically takes it a step further from the smart approach. So I'm going to share those main concepts along with some examples for you. So first, S is specific. Now, this should be relatively simple. Your goals have to be detailed and specific as possible. This leaves no room for confusion. So basically, for example, instead of writing apply to medical schools, I'm going to write apply to five DO and five MD medical schools. So being specific. Next, we have measurable. It should be completely clear whether or not you've reached your goal. So aim to make it measurable. By measuring your results, you get insight on whether or not you're actually making progress. And that's why before I mentioned those numbers, five and five. So for example, another example, apply to 30 medical schools total, right? So we want it to be that we know when we've hit that goal. Now, it can be difficult trying to set measurable goals. So I'll include in the... Um, I'll include some links in the show notes to get, help you with some useful techniques for setting measurable goals. There's the paper clip strategy, um, measure backward, not forward, and then the sign field strategy. So next we have actionable. Start your goals with action verbs. Don't write it down with a to be, to be verb. So for example, instead of writing, be more consistent in blogging, I could write, write three blog posts each week, right? So I feel like I said right so many times just now. <laughs> um, the next one, risky. Have you ever heard the quote, if you're not comfortable, you're not growing? This applies to the situation. Your goals should make you uncomfortable, but still excited. If you're not uncomfortable, you're not thinking big enough. So instead of writing, get one new client this month, I could write, get three new clients this month. Next is T, timely. Your goal should have a date by when you'd like to accomplish it. Now, this forces you to take action within a specific time frame. So going back to the medical school applications, I can say apply to DO and MD schools by early May 2021. That's timely, right? I set a deadline. Exciting. This is another simple one. If you're not excited about your goals, then how can you expect to be motivated when it becomes difficult? So an example of a possibly exciting goal would be take a two-week vacation to France. I mean, come on, Paris, somewhere, uh, Bali, <laughs> wherever you want to go, Caribbean. And the last one is R for relevant. Your goal should be aligned with your values. This goes back to what I said before, what I wanted you to, you know, take those journaling prompts and just write it out. Your goals really need to be aligned with your values. And uh, think about the season of life that you're in along with your other goals and put it together. So uh, maybe you want to start a coaching business or maybe you want to, um, I don't know, uh, start a nonprofit organization, different things like that. So that is the smarter method to goal setting. The next method I want to talk about is the 12-week approach. I love this approach so, so much. It just makes sense to me. With the 12-week approach, you describe your long-term vision. You then break it down into smaller, more manageable goals. And those are going to be the milestones. So basically, you break the year into four 12-week sections. So 12 weeks or three months. So three, six, nine, 12. So four 12-week sections. 
and you're gonna detail your plan for each week of the section. So personally, I like to break it up starting with January, so that is basically just quarterly. Um, so basically like a quarterly approach, but obviously you, you can start it whenever you want, just 12 weeks at a time. And by organizing your thoughts into manageable chunks and staying focused for 12 weeks at a time, you're gonna be able to check your progress periodically throughout the year. And personally, I like to create 12 week goals or quarterly goals while incorporating some key elements of the smarter approach that I mentioned before. And of course, there are other approaches to goal setting that you can check out, but those two are my favorites. And um, you can definitely like see which approach works for best for you. If you want to try those, try those. If you want to look into some other ones, then by all means, look into other ones. So I lastly want to talk about some tips on achieving your goals. Number one, learn to prioritize. Once you have your goals in writing, you should prioritize. You should think about the order in which you wanna achieve your goals. And this could be based on importance, feasibility, or simply what you enjoy to do the most. However you choose to prioritize your goals, you should then tackle no more than seven goals at a time. And realistically, you're gonna spread yourself way too thin if you're trying to achieve like a million goals at a time. If you have a few big scary goals along with other smaller milestones for your goals, then that should keep you busy for the duration of the year, whatever time frame you're dealing with for your goals. Because of course, you wanna make sure that you're remaining focused and actually making progress. Next is aligning your environment with your goals. Realistically, you can't expect to set a goal for not going on social media first thing in the morning, but you leave your phone right next to your bed when you go to sleep at night. Your default reaction when you wake up is gonna be to check your phone, which makes it more difficult for you to actually stick to the goal that you set. So that's what I mean when I say aligning your environment with your goals. Achieving your goals in the long term is heavily dependent on the types of influences that you have surrounding yourself in the short term. So for example, instead of putting the phone right next to your bed at night, you could put it across the room where it's gonna be a little harder for you to go and, and scroll in your bed on social media. So. Part of aligning your environment uh, with your goals is having accountability. And there's two forms of accountability, internal and external. Internal accountability can be, it can be really difficult to hold ourselves accountable, but it's important that we do so. We should try to be accountable to ourselves first and foremost with honesty. Whether you've made progress or if you've slacked off, you should be able to be honest with yourself. Otherwise, you're really not gonna get anywhere. And another way of having um, integral accountability is by evaluating your progress consistently, which I'm going to talk about it, uh, more in a second. Number two, external accountability. With many goals in life, having someone to check in with you and give an account with is going to help give you another boost of, I don't know, just motivation and external validation to help you accomplish your goals. And having an accountability partner does not necessarily mean telling your best friend what your goal is and leaving it at that, especially if it's someone that you know is going to cut you some slack. Like you don't want that at all. You want to make sure that you tell someone who's actually going to check in with you and that won't agree with your excuses. The next thing is making an action plan. To maximize your chances of success, you should create a massive action plan or a map because goals without a plan are simply wishes. If you're going to set up a crib for your baby, you're most likely not going to read the instructions after you try setting it up. No, you're going to do that first, right? Because that's your step-by-step -step guide or your map to setting up the crib. So treat your goals like a crib. You're going to need detailed step-by-step -step instructions on how to achieve your goals. And I just want to remind you, do not over plan like I mentioned earlier in the episode. 
So some questions you can ask yourself is number one, what steps do you need to take? Number two, what strategies will you use? Number three, what are the milestones involved? So that's making an action plan. And lastly, measure and review your goals. You should try to create a process in which you're going to measure your goals and measure your progress and review your goals, whether it's every other week or however often you want to do that. And it's important to know where we're coming from so that you can periodically check in with yourself and see how you're doing. Ask yourself what the next steps are and how they should be adjusted based on your progress. By measuring your progress, it doesn't mean to obsess over the progress you're making and to tear yourself down because you aren't moving as quickly as other people are. Definitely not. What I mean by measuring your progress is that you should see what's working and what's not so that you can make the necessary tweaks and changes so that you can make more progress. And this is going to help you review so that you can improve your strategy. And while this is something that's simple, it can definitely vary depending on the individual because whatever process you come up with, you should write it down and be consistent. Keeping a record is going to help keep your progress objective and consistency just means that you're going to set aside a regular time that you're going to review your goals. This could be once a week, every other week, once a month, every quarter, however often you want to. And so my final thoughts are that you are more than capable of setting and achieving the goals that you set for yourself. You just need to put your mind to it and develop an effective strategy because you are so, so more than capable. I'm so, so excited for you to start effectively setting, planning, and achieving your goals in life. And if you enjoy this episode, please share your thoughts and leave a review. Um, It really, really helps a lot. And I'm really, really excited to hear about the goals that you guys set. All right, take care. so, so much for tuning in to the Daily Climb podcast, where we explore personal growth, mindset, and productivity strategies so that you can climb. If you enjoyed what you listened to today, I really encourage you to leave a review on whatever platform you're listening on, because it really does help the podcast grow. So with that said, thank you so much for tuning in, and I can't wait to see you next time. Take care.